So I found myself between a rock and a heart place. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I I see what you did there. Mm -hmm. I I see what you did there. Uh, A rock and a heart place. Yeah. Kevin Hart. And that's uh, apropos because this movie has Kevin Hart. And uh, I believe the writers were smoking rock (laughs) when they were (laughs) writing it. Man. So, you know what? I have another... Thing that relates to that so i also feel like so the rock and kevin hart have been in a few films together mm-hmm. but it seems like kevin hart and the rock have this same illness this same ailment did i say ailment or did i say illness you said illness which illness is, whatever it's a fun <laughs> mashup of ailment and illness right they seem to have the same like illness mm-hmm. and it is that they both have a lot of charisma yeah they both have a large fan base mm-hmm they both can probably pick whatever project they want, yet they pick the most mediocre projects yeah. in the world. I don't know why they do this. Mm-mm. And if there's one thing <laughs> that JC hates, it's funny, you pointed this out. Yes. While we were prepping for this show mm-hmm. over Indian Buffet. Oh, yes. <laughs> Fill my eyes with that Anyway, <laughs> that I like good movies, obviously, but I also like bad movies. Yes. The one thing that I hate beyond hate is mm-hmm. mediocre movies. Oh, yeah. Like, they make me mad. It's like, that's <laughs> the best you could do. Like, that. It offends you. Like, <laughs> it really is. It's that serious. It's not that you're like, oh, I don't like that. It literally offends your sensibility as a viewer that you were like, how dare you <laughs> yes. waste my time? I get like you are so offended by it. I saw this before you did, and I was like, "Oh no, that was completely average." He is gonna hate it. Like, yeah, yeah. this wasn't very good or very bad. Mm -mm. It's he's gonna hate it. Yeah, so I don't know why it makes me so. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, so here we are. We're here. Should we say what the show is? So welcome to another episode of Screen Fix, where we are going to fix a recent film. I am your host, JC. With me, as always, is the co-host that carries the show. Lady Juan, say hi to everybody. Hello, everyone. The mediocre film that we are fixing today (laughs) is Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish's Night School. Lisa, you're the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh, my God. You're the best salesman I've ever seen. I can see you being a stockbroker like me. Can't you give me a job? I wish I could. My bosses won't let me hire a dropout. Look at Mark Zuckerberg. He dropped out of Harvard. You dropped out of Piedmont High. All right, let's do some introductions. My name is Carrie. I'm here to make a little extra cash so that I can afford this warrant that I got. But that's none of y'all business. Welcome to night school. You're clinically dumb. There is no cure for what you have. Oh, my God. I got learning herpes? Mm. Okay, so Night School. This is starring Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish, as well as Taryn Killam, Ben Schwartz, Benny Schwa, aka the Elegant Mr. S, <laughs> <laughs> Rob Riggle, Mary Lynn Rice Cub. That's how you say it. To make sure that I say that right, I actually wrote it out Mary Lynn Rice and Cub. It sounds so cute. Like Baby Bear, like uh-huh. the food and the baby. <laughs> Ann Winters, uh, Romani Malco. Al Madrigal, and Fat Joe. Yeah, lean back. Fat Joe. Lean back. (laughs) So this movie was directed by Malcolm D. Lee, who was the director of last year's smash hit that put Tiffany Haddish on the map, Girls Trip. 
Mm-hmm. And I think this movie has shown us that Malcolm D. Lee probably needs a better script. He wasn't going to save this one. Uh-uh. Um, you know that a movie has a problem when it was written by six people. There are six people credited with writing this movie. Yeah, that's uh, that's too many people for one movie. That's too many brains mm. contributing varying ideas. Yeah, that's not going to work. That's going to be cohesive. <laughs> So Night School, I don't think we liked it very much, Uh. but how about the world at large? What do they think of this movie? Why don't you drop on us those fresh, hot off the press stats, Lady Wan? All right. This movie is 30% rotten. Mm -hmm. That's that's rough. 51% of audiences like it, and I feel like that's how my theater was rolling, like... Half the people were into it. Half the people were just sitting silently, like not not into the jokes. And I feel like my theater had no laughs. Really? Oh god. Yeah, my theater was really well. You know, my theater laughed at like the like one or two quote unquote outrageous parts, like oh, Rob yeah. Riggle getting his face barfed on. <sighs> you know, so that's yeah. of course gonna get your laughs. But any, but did any lines get any laughs? Nah. I know that some did in my theater, and I know that I laughed at least like two or three times. But I cannot tell you why or what the joke was. So obviously it was not very good. That's because the movie is forgettable. So forgettable. And I would rather a movie is bad than forgettable. Oh, yeah. How did it do cash money wise? (laughs) Ka-ching. It actually did pretty well. It opened to just about $28 million domestic. It was the biggest comedic opening of the year, which just says to Oof. me that we have had no comedies this year. This is a bad year for comedies, Apparently, right? right? What if we had uh, Life of the Party, the Melissa Ugh. McCarthy one, Ugh. which is awful. Yeah. The Google. I mean, come on. Oh, um dear. By the way, check out that episode of Screen Fix. We fixed that movie up. Uh, and then what else came out? Uh, the Amy Schumer one. Yep, I Feel Pretty. We also have an episode on that. We fixed that one. We fixed that one. <laughs> <laughs> They're all bad. Yeah. What was it? What was it? Oh, I guess the closest thing this year to a good comedy would have been uh, Blockers came out this year. Yeah, that was this year. Yeah, and also Game Night. Oh, yeah, that was this year. Wow. I thought both of those two were just, uh, none of them reach like comedic heights where they're going to be modern day classics one day. You know, there's none of that this year. I saw Tag and I liked that. Oh, Tag is the epitome of I like all of those gentlemen. I really enjoyed that movie. I did. That was a great group. Well, anyway, Night School only cost $29 million to make. Yeah. It pretty much made 28 its first weekend. So it's technically a success. Yeah. This is going to continue to to make money because there's like, there's not another comedy coming out for a while that's going to compete with it. And if you just want to go see a kind of funny movie, that's what you're going to do. You're going to see Night School and you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> 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 you said you laughed twice. So if you want to so. spend like $5 a chuckle, mm-hmm. go see Night School. Yeah. An hour and 51 minutes of Night School. It's long. It's so long. It's entirely too long. It doesn't need to be that way. Oh my gosh. That's all right. We're going to fix this. Yes. But before we fix this, uh, let's go ahead and go over the uh, JC's plot summaries. That's the first time I've ever segued into my own <laughs> stupid plot summary i don't know why i did it like that's that. that's a great theme song you just wrote for yourself and that is going to be recurring thank you <laughs> so the plot yeah. of this movie 
So our main character, Kevin Hart, is playing a character named Teddy Walker. And when we first see Teddy Walker, he's a high school student. <laughs> his best friend is Ben Schwartz's character. I, I don't remember Ben Schwartz's character's name, which is a shame. He's he's not in this movie much. Mm-mm, not enough. He's introduced as Teddy's best friend. Right? And he's really, he's really not in the movie much. And he oddly plays kind of a straight man. Yeah, he's real chill. He's super chill, right? They are in high school and Teddy is showing up to take his, I guess, some kind of final test or something. And he looks at the paper. Everything's crazy. He's kind of like beautiful mind, but in a dumb way. (laughs) It's like super ugly mind. (laughs) Like, yeah, a really ugly mind. Uh You know, all the shapes come off the page and he's moving them around as if he's trying to arrange them or something. And he can't do it. He slams it down. He doesn't want to do this. He's going to drop out of school. He's not going to pass. Whatever. Now, flashback to present day. He's he's working as a barbecue grill salesman. Mm -hmm. And he's dating this stunning, great job, like stunning, (laughs) this like six foot tall smoke show, smoke show (laughs) named Lisa, who that would work for Kevin Hart, like the real Kevin Hart. Why does Teddy Walker barbecue (laughs) grill salesman have Lisa? I'm not, I mean, she seems to have like her whole life together. Mm -hmm. Like it seems like her only fault is Teddy. Yeah. Like her only (laughs) Oh, yeah. Her life is together. She is living the dream, except for her little boyfriend. Except for her tiny boyfriend. (laughs) So anyway, Teddy is like the best salesman at this barbecue grill store. This is the grill for you. I call it the Obama. Como te llamas, mi amo? The pit bull. I call it the big black machine. (laughs) And the owner approaches him and says, when I retire, I'm going to leave this whole thing to you. So Teddy's like, oh, awesome. I'm going to propose now. So he decides he's going to propose to Lisa. Mm-hmm. He goes to this dinner. He doesn't want to pay for the bill. So he puts pubes on some cheesecake because he's like, like, you know, dishonest and he's cheap. And he goes back to the barbecue place to propose. And he accidentally causes an, uh, a gas explosion. <laughs> the whole shop is gone. Uh, he somehow doesn't kill Lisa. Or himself, even though he is shot out of a window into his Porsche. He flies 200 feet into a Porsche window. Uh I got 13 degree burns on my head. And he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. So anyway, so now he has no real life direction. Uh, He still has Lisa somehow. His friend, played by Ben Schwartz, works at a financial investment firm Mm -hmm. where they basically kind of sell stocks of people on the phone but it requires him to have a ged so teddy's like all right so he goes to his old high school to go to night school a guy he used to pick on is the principal so there's trouble there he also doesn't tell lisa that he's doing this night school thing he's just kind of sneaking around at night Mm -hmm. and she's only suspicious about it kind of one time yeah like several weeks into it one time yes and he doesn't explain what he's doing no Really? Oh. He just he just says, trust me. Lisa really has some problems. I'm worried about Lisa. Yes. So anyway, he goes to the night school. He gets the teacher is Tiffany Haddish, who actually cares about teaching, but is kind of a hard ass, of course. You meet other kids in the night school. Romany Malco's character is afraid of robots. Yes, that's his character trait. <laughs> That's his character trait. Uh, huh. Rob Riggle uh, has aged out of his job, mm-hmm. so he needs to get his GED so he can do something else. Mary Lynn Ricegub is a housewife who got pregnant when she was in high school, yep. and now she wants to go get her GED. Anne Winters is a high school student who was caught selling drugs. And Al Madrigal is a uh, Latino crooner, or he wants to be, but he also needs his GED because he wants to be 
a dental hygienist. Yes. That's that's a joke you hear over and over. Multiple times. They're committing hard to that. That he can't pronounce hygienist. So, yes. oh, and there's also Fat Joe who is in prison and he solely exists in the film on an iPad. Yeah. <laughs> Or on a TV screen. Yep, he's always on the screen. And apparently he's allowed to hang out in that library all the time. Because <laughs> he's he's on that iPad for every hijink that <laughs> yeah. that ensues in this thing. This, this prison has weird hours. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Teddy convinces them to steal the test answers and they're all down with it and they steal them, but the teacher figures it out, and then Teddy owns up to it. Tiffany Haddish kicks him out of the class. He convinces her to let him back into the class, but when he's back on the last day, they're all hanging out, and the they all decide that they're going to go to the school prom. The school prom is happening that night, so they're all at, at the prom. The principal, who hates Teddy from when they were kids, invites Lisa and her friend to come to the school because apparently she works at some like architecture firm or something and they're going to do some work there designing a new school or something out something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Public schools are always like bringing in expensive firms to redesign. That's always yeah. a thing. <laughs> yes. Consulting at prom at night. That's totally how it works. They need a redesign. Yes. They're at the prom. Lisa shows up. Lisa's like, what is this? You lied to me. And she leaves. Now Teddy's alone. Now Teddy doesn't want his GED. And he's like, I'm going to go work at. There's this other whole side plot where he gets a job working at Christian Chicken. I've been waiting on the Lord to bring me a pint-sized little man who can fill this out. Come and get your chicken from the Lord. His day job is working at this Christian Chicken. Like, anyway, he's just working at. At Christian Chicken, he's in a chicken suit, spinning a sign, and Tiffany Haddish and the principal show up. She spanks him with a belt. You take that test, or I tenderize your ass. There's also this other side plot where apparently he has a bunch of learning disabilities, yes. and Tiffany Haddish takes extra time to help him work through that mm-hmm. by putting him in a boxing ring and punching him a lot and then farting on him. Mm-hmm. So apparently that's a cure. F- yeah, yeah. If you have dyslexia, you just really need to get punched in the face. Yes. <laughs> that's what I learned from this movie is people with dyslexia need to be punched in the face. Yes. Mm-hmm. And farted on. Yeah. And they'll be ready to pass that test. They're suddenly focused. Totally focused. So anyway, <laughs> Tiffany Haddish shows up and she's like, you're going to do this GED. And then he goes to go take the test. All of his classmates pass it. He does not pass it, but he takes it like five or six or seven more times. Mm -hmm. He passes it. He gives a speech at the end of the movie that's really awkward, of course. He gets Lisa back the end. Yep. Night school. It happened. It did. (laughs) Did our characters learn anything in this film? Mm, No. 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 Not really. All right. So here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so before we fix movies, obviously a lot of people work on movies. A lot of people work really hard. We understand how difficult it is to make a movie. Mm -hmm. So let's go ahead and take a moment. What is one thing that you liked about this movie, Lady? Ben Schwartz. Benny Schwartz. He's barely in it. I know, but I couldn't know that the whole time the movie was happening. I kept waiting for him to come back. So like the sense of anticipation probably kept me in it for longer than had he not been in it at all. Since I didn't care for like much of the story, I did really like actually somebody who was really surprising to me and I wasn't really that familiar with her work was Mary Lynn Ricecup. Mm-hmm. I thought she was fantastic. Oh, she's so funny. As the mom who would, she would suddenly go to like a very dark place, almost <laughs> like she would kind of uh, admit that she hates her kids and her husband and everything. And then she would just stare for a minute and then she would go, But I'm blessed. I'm so blessed. Yeah. And it was so funny. It was funny. She, I thought she was fantastic. And she's got this like really funny, goofy smile that kind of makes you smile back. Yeah. She just has one of those great faces. So anyway, I was very much delighted to watch her. Okay. So we like that stuff, but it's time to fix the things that we thought 
could maybe be better. Huh? Lady One, are you ready to fix Night School? You have no idea how ready I am to fix this movie. Why don't you give us your first fix? All right. So this movie opens, as you said, with our main characters in high school. Yes. They look exactly the same as they do now, except for hairstyle choices. Yes. There, there is no attempt whatsoever to de-age them. Yeah, just comb that hair over the forehead. Yeah, Kevin Hart's got cornrows. Ben Schwartz's hair is down over his face instead of way up above his face. Taryn Killam's the same kind of way. They're just like holding their backpacks real high. It's so ridiculous that these adult men are supposed to be like 17 years old. But- I'm in for ridiculous. Like, make some big, bold choices here and just let's roll with, as I said, fully adult men pretending to be high school students. And keep all the other extras around them. Keep them kids because we need to, like, point out how ridiculous this is. So I just wanted way more scenes of them in high school. It would have been great, like, to bring up The Rock again. In fact, the movie with Rock and Kevin Hart. Uh, Remember in that movie, the high school scenes that had The Rock, they made him into like a short, pudgy, curly haired kid who was singing in the shower. What what was he singing? Oh, En Vogue. Right. He was like, never gonna get it, never gonna get it. (laughs) And that was so funny. Yeah. If the writers had found a way to make two parallel storylines. Yes. Uh, one that was high school and one that was them adults in night school mm-hmm. and how maybe the things in the high school timeline were affecting the relationships between the characters in the adult timeline. Yeah. That, the, there could have been something of much more depth there. Yeah. And we could have um, kept some of the characters too, like Marilyn Rice Cub's character who's knocked up in high school and that's why she drops yeah. out. What if she's you like- You could have seen her with like a big knocked up stomach. <laughs> Walking around the halls. Rob Riggle if some young jock dude is like putting his balls on things. Definitely. Yeah. That's, <laughs> basically, that's, that's, that's what he would be doing. How about if the, the high school girl was just like in a stroller <laughs> in, in one scene? <laughs> yes. That would be perfect. Just, you just see her for a second. She's like, put that back, sweetie. Like It's like a little tiny toddler. <laughs> It's a little toddler in a random scene, but but they have the same name. So you're uh-huh. like, oh. You're like, There's, there she is. It's the whole there class. There she is. Uh, that could have been something really great. Yeah, like. it, it could have been way sillier. I, I would have liked that. All right, JC, what's your first fix? This one kind of piggybacks off of the back of yours. Oh. I'm going to just pretend like they did that that other timeline. Okay. okay? So I'm just going to go ahead. I wanted everyone in that night school class to have been a classmate of Teddy's when they were in high school. Mm-hmm. And he had treated them poorly. Yeah. So he was like the jerk popular kid coming back into night school with these kids that all knew him. Mm-hmm. And he had treated them in not a good way. And this this movie could have been not so much about earning a GED for our characters, but about Teddy atoning for how he treated people when he was in high school mm-hmm. and the way that he atones for that and the way that all of our characters bond. Because maybe not just Teddy was mean to one of the other students. Like maybe there's, there's a lot of old high school dynamics going on yeah and the way that they bond and become better people is not just earning their ged because these characters were given some very surface level thing that they want like the latino guy wants to be a uh, hygienist the romany malco guy is afraid of robots like there's no (laughs) yeah they gave them basically like one characteristic each and they give them one little characteristic each and and they're just trying to get their ged the only person in the whole movie that deals with one of their 
issues is Mary Lynn Rice Cup. Right. When she has a bit of a standoff with her husband and tells her tells her husband that she wants certain things, right? Right. This giant professional wrestler guy <laughs> who, who has been with her since high school just goes like, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like that's it. Like there's there's not but anyway, she's at least the one person who faces down some kind of problem. Mm-hmm. The rest of them never really do that. So I think a better direction for this movie would have been Kevin Hart and all the rest of the the people are actually helping each other with their personal problems because only through helping them with their problems can they really have a clear head and a clear a clear mind mm-hmm. and a clear spirit for finally being able to take this test and pass it. Maybe the Spanish guy that wants to sing, maybe he's got stage fright and they help him through his stage fright. Maybe the high school girl was selling drugs to pay for the medical bills of like a sick sibling or like a sick parent. Yeah, maybe Rob Riggle is actually having trouble bonding with his son Mm -hmm. and they all help him bond with his son somehow or maybe the robot guy had a childhood trauma with a Roomba <laughs> and they and they have to help him get over his fear of like robotics and electronics mm-hmm. maybe fat Joe who's in prison maybe he needs to apologize and reach out to his baby mama on the outside and they help him find her and like get a message to her or something like that so I feel like that would have made the bond that they all had that they all seem to have at the end of the movie make so much more sense and would have given the movie so much more purpose beyond here's some misfits that are trying to get their GED yep gives it a whole lot more impact boom yeah not school not school lady one You don't have another fix by any chance, do you? Oh my gosh, I sure do. Lay it on us. We meet Lisa, crazy, crazy Lisa. We meet her coworker who hates Kevin Hart. Yeah, for like no reason. Totally no reason. Hates him. (laughs) From the first scene, he drops her off at work and the coworker's there and he's trying so hard to compliment her and he's like, she just just doesn't like me. You know, that seems like it's going somewhere. That seems like a easy setup for a reveal later where we find out why she just hates him. He even tries to make him pay for an $800 dinner that Lisa could have comped right. from her job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now, this woman just straight up hates Kevin Hart. Anytime she's in a scene with him, she's giving him a look. She's rolling her eyes at him. Stink eye. She just, she hates him and they never pay it off as to why. It's just weird there's nothing there there's no resolution she's not even at the end of the movie when lisa comes and they get back together there's not even like her being like oh i was wrong you're a good dude she's just gone from the movie the end yeah so um so i have a problem with that (laughs) clearly as you should (laughs) so i want to give her a reason to hate kevin hart and we've already got a lot of high school flashbacks in here we're gonna keep going there she went to high school with him oh man this is fix piggybacking on fix on fix on fix it is so i want her to be in all these high school flashbacks so maybe lisa's friend was in love with kevin hart in high school just like had the biggest crush on him like she's a random kind of like awkward girl Uh with like braces just totally invisible And he doesn't even know. And that's why he doesn't understand why she hates him. Not like, oh, we went to high school, but we were cool. Like literally has no clue that they went to high school together. That's how little she meant to him. Oh, oh, and that can be like a reveal later. Mm -hmm. That this girl that keeps being shown in the the flashback, leaning against lockers off in the distance. (laughs) 
<laughs> is that girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I need. I need her to still be holding on to this high school grudge that he just ignored her. At least then we have a reason why she's making him spend $800 on dinner that could have been free. So maybe the reason why the whole scene happens in the prom is because maybe she conspires to get Lisa there. Yeah, because she wants to embarrass him. Yeah. The way she always felt embarrassed because he never cared. Yeah. <gasps> Doesn't it feel good to fix a character that's underused? Oh, I love giving characters motivation. <laughs> <sighs> Fixing feels so good. <laughs> I know you have a second fix, JC. Yeah, of course. Duh. That's why I do this. That's why I spend my spend my evenings doing this. Always in the studio. I am always in this studio. I should start sleeping here like torpedo. torpedo. <laughs> She's not here today, and I'm actually kind of concerned. Like, I, <laughs> I think it might be like a, a squatter's rule thing. She has to leave every so often. Otherwise, she legally owns it. <laughs> Her, well, it's, I'm scared because her pillow and blanket's here. Oh, yeah. She's and... coming back. <laughs> so soon. <laughs> Who knows where she is? She's a mystery, that one. Mm-hmm. So my next fix has to do with the end of the movie. Okay. Because what do I want? I want our characters to have an arc. I want them to learn something. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to get up on a podium and give a silly speech that's embarrassing their dad in the crowd. <laughs> what? Uh, that's not good enough. This is what I want. So he earns his GED. Right. Yeah. They make a point over and over, over and over. Tiffany Haddish constantly calls him like a hustler and a liar. Mm-hmm. And it's true. He's lying to Lisa throughout this whole movie. <laughs> yeah. He's stealing test things. I mean, he's got problems. Yeah. So when he gets his GED and he when he goes through this kind of experience where he's helping these people, these old classmates that he used to have, and he's changing his ways, he's doing things the honest way, not lying. He doesn't take the job that he was originally trying to get his GED for, which was that financial job. Right. Because he doesn't want to scam people into bad stocks Mm -hmm. because he has learned now. So what does he do? He turns that job down Mm. in an emotional scene, in a fist pumping, life affirming scene Mm -hmm. with Benny Schwa. Mm -hmm. And he goes, Benny Schwa's like, what? And then Benny Schwa's like, I still love you. Or whatever, you know, he's always singing that that Ben Schwartz. Mm -hmm. He's like, it's okay, you get yours. Or like, I don't know, something like, I don't know, whatever. He's got the music in him. Yes, he does. That Benny Schwa. So (laughs) instead of that, he would rather go work back at the Christian Chicken for a while than take this job. Now, when he goes back to Christian Chicken, he's there cleaning a table or about to put on his chicken suit or something, and he just casually drops it. He just earned his GED, and the Christian Chicken manager informs him that there is a management program that just requires your GED, and he would be perfect for it. Kevin Hart has this epiphany. Maybe even a light of God shines through the the window. Oh, let's do a big. That Christian chicken, uh-huh. right? And you flash forward. He is now a franchise owner mm-hmm. of Christian Chicken. He's got maybe three stores, right? Yes. Maybe Rob Riggle manages one of them. <gasps> maybe Rice Cub is in the drive-through with her kids in the in the car, but she's in a business suit. Oh. Maybe uh, Romane Malco's character, who's afraid of robots, is in a maintenance van outside. He now has his own. Who knows? Like repair business. Yeah. Now he's in charge of the robots. They turn on the radio and it's the latest hit from the Latino (laughs) singer that they call the singing hygienist. (laughs) But anyway, I just wanted him to learn Mm -hmm. from his experience 
in night school. And I thought it could have been very clearly shown by him turning down the job where he's lying to people and using his like hustler skills Mm -hmm. and instead doing the right thing, which is rewarded. And I think that would have been a better, more fulfilling ending. And, you know, Lisa won't mind being with a three store owner of Christian Chicken. Probably not. If she even notices. Maybe she even is designing new modern Christian Chicken franchise stores. Oh, yeah. They're like really fancy. They're super fancy. They got like neon light up crosses. (laughs) They've got like, (laughs) it is incredible. So I think that would be a better ending. What do you think? Most definitely. Those are some good fixes. Do you, do you have any final thoughts on this uh, this movie? I think one of the main problems with this movie was that it was bland because it was PG-13. Yeah, there were a bunch of moments that looked like they were about to go R. Yeah. I noticed that a few times in this movie. Yeah, it felt like it was going to go there and then it never did quite obviously because by the ratings it can't. But the moment when they have snuck into the high school after hours and they're all staked out in the principal's office to steal the test. Yeah. And the principal goes in there and looks up Teddy's girlfriend, Lisa, the aforementioned smoke show, and he just simply adds her on Facebook. And that that is the the thing we see him do with the computer. I was so certain oh, that he was gonna pull I up totally her pictures. I totally thought he was gonna masturbate. Yes. He was gonna jack off. I, I sure. thought that was the first thing I thought of was, oh my God, they're all hiding in this room and he's gonna start yeah. he's just gonna start jerking it. Wait, and I thought he'd be jerking and he'd be playing with his third nipple. Oh, yeah, because that's set up in the beginning. Because Teddy used to tease him for his third nipple. Yes. Can you imagine if he was sitting there jerking it and playing with his third nipple? And we just get like Teddy in the corner like, I knew it wasn't a birthmark. (laughs) But they're all disgusted. But they all have to just sit there completely in silence (laughs) while he finishes. Like, that's funny and insane. And that's what this movie was missing. Yeah. Oh, my. It needed to be R. And it just would have opened up. The disgusting possibilities. Well, well, you know, instead of Rob Riggle getting barf in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we we could have that that happen instead. Um, maybe Rob Riggle's the one hiding underneath the desk right? instead of the high school girl. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because we can't have it be high school girl. That's messed up. Uh, no, no, we no. can't have that. But it could be Rob Riggle. Oh, that's perfect. That's what I want. There were a, a, a few moments in this movie that I thought were going R, like mm-hmm. when Tiffany Haddish had him in the leg lock, and he's yeah. like, "What's that? What's that?" Because his nose is right by her vagina. Yes, very clearly. I was like, "Oh my gosh, he's smelling vagina." Yeah, it's like this is gross. And then instead, they made it a fart. Yeah. And I was like, Ugh. it felt like out of character a little bit for her to just like fart on his face. Yeah. In the movie, they make her lesbian. Mm-hmm. Which is like a reveal at the end. So I thought maybe she was going to say something like, he's like, oh, damn, what's that smell? And she's like, yeah, my girlfriend is into food stuff and we haven't found that piece of kiwi yet. <laughs> <laughs> that would do it. That would do it. You would not forget that movie if that happened. No. It would be insane. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, like, right when you, like, leaned forward in your seat going, oh, my God, Uh-oh. this is going to go R. Uh-oh. There's going to be some, it's going to get crazy. It it totally Uh-oh. pulls back yep. at the last minute. <sighs> they didn't have the balls for it. Oh, that's a good fix. They could have fixed the movie just by going R. Mm-hmm. You could tell they held back so hard yeah. on this. Yeah. Great fixes. I guess, uh... Without further ado, if if we're both done, mm-hmm. I guess we should we should consider this screen fix. So, 
why don't you send us home Lady One? If you'd like to reach us here at the show, maybe send us a fix. We would love to read your fix. We could do this all together, guys. You can send an email to screenfixpod at gmail.com, or you can always tweet us at screenfixpod, or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at screenfixpod. You can listen to the show on Spotify, Libsyn, Stitcher, Google Play, and of course, Apple Podcasts. If you're enjoying the show, please go ahead and subscribe. That way, we'll just pop into your downloads every week. You'll love it. You'll never miss an episode. And please leave a review, rate us, tell a friend. We would love that. Please. Thank you. Yeah. Send us messages. Be part of the show. Tweet at us. Email us. We will read it. Uh Tell us if we're bad. Tell us if we're good. You know? Don't you want us to talk about you over butter chicken? (laughs) Send an email. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We also have a Patreon account. We have dreams of opening a one-screen theater through the home of podcasting and film festivals and all kinds of fun stuff. And we also, uh, the show costs money, so we want to keep it going for you guys Uh uh, forever. And ever and ever to pass... Mm. Why don't we leave everyone off with your best high school lady one teasing someone about their third nipple. Go. Oh, I never would have done that. I would have talked about them behind their back. <laughs> That's <laughs> I just talked a whole lot of smack about people. <laughs> oh, give me your best Benny Schwa saying good luck on your GED, buddy. Wait, you have to like. Really put put the finger up to the ear, John Ralphio style. Yes, you really yes, you gotta feel it. Yeah. Like, uh huh. Uh huh. Good luck on your GED, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Here's mine. Good luck on your GED. <laughs> that's that's my Benny Schwab. Oh. I don't know. Anyway, stay tuned next time on Screen Fix. We will be fixing Venom. So make sure that you send us any fixes you have for Venom. And bye for now. Bye.